I'm Jordan Belfort, and this is Sales School. All right, short message from my number one sponsor, NetSuite. Here's the deal. If you're a business owner, you don't need them, NetSuite, to tell you it's tough to run a business because it is, right? We all know that. Don't let QuickBooks and spreadsheets slow you down anymore. Now is the time to upgrade to NetSuite by Oracle. They're the world's number one cloud-based business system. They give you the visibility and control of your financials, HR, inventory, e-commerce, and more. You want to join over 24,000 companies using NetSuite right now. So schedule a free product tour now at netsuite.com slash school. That's netsuite.com slash school. Hey, JB here, the real of Wall Street. Welcome to Sales School, your daily dose of sales training where you get tips from either myself or I bring in a well-established top closer or sales trainer who gives you their own tip and we debate it. So today you got me, Malone. Tip is from me and I got a great one. It's about a series of three questions that when asked in the right order will essentially unlock the solution to someone's problem. In other words, if you're selling a product, you're basically solving some problem. You're offering a solution to a problem they have. If you are selling a car and you know, you'll say you're selling um, uh, so Mercedes, right? Well, you're offering them the solution to they are looking to basically solve the problem of a car that's going to make them feel good, get them from point A to point B and, you know, make a statement and so forth. He's always solving some sort of problem, right? So the big issue that I see, the mistake that salespeople make is they try to extract that information from a prospect in a very blunt, like in-your-face way. So for example, if I'm gonna sell someone an automobile, I'd like to know, well, you know, what are the things that are important to you in a car? What what features, what things are you looking for? Um, and, you know, essentially, you know, what really makes you, is gonna make you wanna buy something, right? And also, I'm aware that if you have another supplier, another someone that you buy from, and they're selling you a product that's similar, then I'd like to know, what don't you like about that other product? In other words, if I say to you, so you know, tell me, what don't you like about my competitor? What typically happens is the person will kind of smile wryly and say, ah, oh, nice, nice try there. I see what you're trying to do. You know, what you want me to tell you all the things I hate about the person I'm currently buying from. So you can then essentially use that against me in a court of law and say, oh, well, mine is the exact opposite. So it's so in your face to say to someone, let's say, you know, you're selling software and using, someone's using another CRM system. So, okay, tell me, what don't you like about the CRM system you're using? And they'll say like, oh, I get it, you know, yeah. So you can say, oh, mine has all those things. It's so on the nose and it's an affront to people's sensibilities because what you are then is obviously a pushy salesperson. You're looking to find out exactly what they don't like so you can then swoop in and say, mine is the exact opposite, right? So when you do that and you just say, so tell me what you don't like, what don't you like about what you're currently using? They clam up and it breaks rapport. So the better version of that is rather than going in someone's face and saying, what don't you like? What you do is you start by saying, so tell me, what do you like about the current solution you're using? What's good about it? You start the other way. Say, what are the things that you actually like about the current solution? And there are going to be some legitimate things they like. And you're like, uh-huh, okay. Mm -hmm. And your reactions to those are, 
Okay, fair enough. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, of course, every's like, so, but your response and your grunts and groans and your body language are such that it minimizes the greatness of the things they like about the other product. In the sense that, yeah, of course, Sarah and Paul, but everybody has those. Like, so you're not going to say, oh my God, wow, I know. Isn't that really great what they have there? No, your, your response, subtly so, is like, yeah, God, of course, obviously. Yep, uh-huh, yeah, of course, right? Oz has that much better. But you, it's, a, it's a very subtle minimizing of those benefits that they're just average and expected. But once you ask them what all the great things are about the product they're currently using, it completely disarms them for the next question, which becomes almost a logical conclusion to this, which is, and what don't you like? What's, what's, what about the product really bothers you? It's not getting you what you want. And now they'll be, well, I'll tell you what it doesn't have. And they'll start opening up to you. And as they do that, and they start telling you, Thing and thing, you're like, uh huh, exactly. Oh, mm, mm -hmm. And your body language and tonality is such that it amplifies the negatives. And tell me more about that. Uh huh, uh huh, mm, exactly. Give me an example more. What, give me, can you come your time? How did that really impact you? And you make them talk about the negatives and dig into that and amplify that pain. So in other words, what you're doing is if you're not, if you try to come in on the negative, so tell them what's wrong with the current product. They'll be like, eh, not that much. But if you say to them, oh, well, you know, what do you like about the current product? And they tell you, and you're like, they're like, uh-huh, uh-huh, and you're like, minimize it. And what don't you like? And they'll say, well, and they start talking, and now you start expanding, ask follow-up questions, and you get them to really explain to you all the things that are bothering them, they don't like, aren't meeting their needs. Very, very empowering to the prospect and gets you the intelligence you need to then finally say the third question, which is, and if you could design this solution yourself, what would that look like? What would it, you know? How would that exactly look to you? What type of payment strategy would it have? You know, what, what, what are all the things that would just make the perfect solution? And they'll say, oh, well, it would have, and they'll actually go out there and design the solution, and then you can sell into that. Meaning they often, they'll tell you exactly what they want, and then you focus on those features and benefits as you design the solution, and bam, just like that, magic happens. All right, that's your tip of the day. So remember, don't be that pushy salesman that says, so tell me what's missing from your product. And they, and not, nothing, because <laughs> you're sharpshooting them. You start them saying, so what's good about it? What don't you like about it? You amplify the second one and say, how would you design one for yourself? And they'll tell you exactly what the roadmap is to close them. And then you sell into that solution they just laid out, all right? That's your tip for the day in sales school. Love you and share this with your friends. It's crucial information. People need to hear this stuff. And also right now, remember, I'm giving a 70% off sale on my online store, a GameStop special. You know, I'm a populist. I'm behind the little guy here. Seriously, love what's going on here. I love the rebellion. I like that people are making money. I'm upset that some people are losing money, but that's Wall Street. So be careful, but check out my online store, jordanbubble.com slash store. Everything is 70% off.